When you're smiling. Hey, you. Bubbly sparkling water is crisp, refreshing, and perfect for any occasion. Kind of like my voice, but in a can. No calories, no sweeteners, all smiles. Bubbly. Crack a smile. This episode is brought to you by Google. Google's two-step verification was built to secure your account and help prevent cyber attacks, even if your password is compromised. That's why Google has made it easy to sign into your account with this additional layer of protection. Just one tap and you're in. Learn more at safety.google. Hello, movie lovers. Welcome to the best damn movie related show here on the internet. This is your host, as always, from Movie Television Night, John DeGorio. For today's podcast episode, I'm going to be talking about does buying a movie on DVD or Blu ray that bombed at the movie theater, does it actually help its numbers just like it did back in the early 2000s? So, with further ado, let's go ahead and dive into this thing. So, let's say, for instance, that you saw the movie The Adventures of Pluto Nash and that you absolutely love this movie. This is actually an Eddie Murphy movie. This was actually on the peak of his career, if you think about it, because he was still making good comedies during that time, and people were actually excited to go and see an Eddie Murphy movie. But here's the thing. The movie cost $100 million to actually make. It made a $7.1 million at the box office. What you do is you go on ahead, you take a third of that away, and that's how much the actual movie actually made. Like, for instance... You take a third of that away because you have to actually go through the box office because that money goes to the box office and then the rest goes over into the movie theater. And by the time that they got done uh, paying off the PR people, the studios and stuff like that, the movie only made $2 million, which didn't make that much money at all in the movie theaters at all. And it winded up becoming one of the worst uh, box office bombs during 2002. But, aside from that, you can actually go out, let's say, for instance, that there is an actual movie um, video store that you can actually rent DVDs at, or you can actually go to Walmart, which you can still can do that, and buy a DVD, and it can actually gross that movie that actually failed at that box office at that time, and they can boost its numbers up. Because people at that time didn't have any type of digital, uh, digital media or anything like that. We were still doing the whole Napster thing during that time with digital music. So nobody even thought about even doing any type of digital streaming services or anything like that when it came down to me, uh, came down to movies. So we had that going for us. So therefore it winded up letting us boost up that, those sales to where the movie can actually gross a little bit and make that movie a little bit better to be, uh, to be matching up with the budget and everything else. But The Adventures of Pluto Nash, there was just no hope for that movie at all because nobody went to go out and see it. Nobody wanted to see this movie. But if you wind it up enjoying the movie and if you wanted your friends to watch this movie, word of mouth can get around and it can actually boost up those numbers to where it can actually be successful at the box office. But it's just too little too late for that one particular movie because of how bad it was. But let's fast forward to today. Does it still have that value? Does buying DVDs still have that value? And I'm going to be honest with you. If it was the early 2000s, I would say absolutely yes. You can actually go into a movie theater, a movie store, video store, and rent a movie, and it can boost up those numbers. Now, there's no more video stores. We have video streaming services everywhere that you look. Netflix was actually the very first one to come out with a streaming service. 
And now they're a juggernaut that's hard to actually be taken down now because they're just so high in value with everything they push out between their original content and actually contracts that actually push through different studios to get certain movies onto their streaming services. And, you know, at first they were just the number one team around where Netflix was the go-to app that you download and you subscribe for six bucks and you can watch any movie you wanted to that they actually had. Now you have... Hulu, and which is actually number two next to Netflix because Netflix is number one. Hulu is number two, and pretty soon, I believe that Disney Plus is going to be number three. But then, that, and then you also have the CBS All Access thing that they have. Now that they're also coming out with the HBO and Cinemax app, it's just more and more streaming stuff that's coming out. Now that you can actually choose from opposed to just choosing from one streaming service. And not to mention, too, you also have the people that still pirate stuff, too, which is also not helping the stuff at the box office. But all in all, it's a whole entire different monster now compared to where we were at two th- in the early 2000s about 19 years ago. And it's crazy to actually think about that because we never thought in a million years that we would actually see the rise of Netflix being a small commodity at that time where you got to choose about three movies and you choose that list from that movie list and they send it out into a mailbox into your mailbox. You watch those three movies, you ship them back and then they get you another set of three movies and they ship that over to you. Now, you can just watch any movie that you want off of Netflix and that's it. It's just crazy to think about how small this company once was. And now, it's just a juggernaut of a company, and it's just hard to actually put that into perspective, that there's other companies now that's actually wanting the piece of the pie that Netflix has, and now they're trying to compete with Netflix. Now, here's the thing. I have Hulu, I have Netflix, but I just love going into the whole entire thing here, of going into a video store and talking to somebody rather than looking at a five-star rating. That's also another thing I want to talk about, too. I don't like the five-star rating. I don't like looking at other people's reviews or anything like that when it comes down to running movies off of Redbox or stuff like that. I want to talk to an actual human being, which is also why I like listening to what other critics have to say as well, because here's the thing. I view things on my own opinion. I don't follow what other critics say. But I find it more entertaining looking at what somebody else has to say. Because the critics that I respect the most is the ones that I disagree with. Disagree with Because it's no fun to actually listen to the same critics that actually have the same perspective as you do. Because what's the point of listening to somebody that actually has the same type of personality or the same type of opinion that you do? To me, that's no fun. You want to be able to question things. You might want to actually debate the person and stuff like that. And that's what I love about actually listening to somebody else's reviews. And that's also why I like going into a blockbuster or a movie gallery, which I used to work at a movie gallery. But I used to love telling people, hey, look, check out this film. You might actually like this film. I recommend this film because of this. And normally I wind up hitting a home run almost every single time. There might be a few customers that actually didn't dig whatever I thought. But hey, that's the beauty of movies because they're so subjective and the art form and everything else. And that's what I love about it. But anyways, back over to the whole entire streaming thing. Before you know it, if you wind up getting almost every single streaming service that there is available to you, you're going to pay just as much money for streaming services as you will 
for DirecTV. Before you know it, you're paying about $200 a month off of just streaming services alone. And you might as well just go ahead and get DirecTV because of the fact that you have, because you have all these streaming apps. And there's no really any need to have every single streaming app. I get that the fact that there's only certain shows that are are on the on those apps, but there's got to be another way to where you can actually watch those movie those set of shows without actually having to buy that streaming service. I think there there should be a way that you can actually watch a certain TV show later on. Let's say you can go to Walmart and pick up. Uh, DVD or whatever and watch that show without having to feel like that you're having to be subjected to buying the streaming service that might actually jack up your uh, streaming service monthly charges and everything. Like I said, you're going to be paying out of the wazoo for for streaming services just as much as you will be paying for your direct TV and stuff like that. That's just the way I'm looking at it. But tell me what you guys think because I'm kind of curious about this whole entire topic. But I just wish it was like the early 2000s again. I wish it was during that time, that season, where we can actually go out to a video store and rent the, and have a conversation with somebody about movies and seeing what we can recommend somebody, something to somebody. But I, And also, too, I wish that I could actually help certain numbers at the box office just by renting or buying a particular movie to help that movie out if, if it's that good of a movie to actually rent or buy. And now we're not even in that era anymore to where we can actually do that. And it makes me sad in a way because f- digital media is actually where it's at now. Physical media is di- is a dying breed. Just look at, for instance, with music. Best Buy got rid of all of their music CDs and everything because everything is going to digital. It's hard for me to even find a music outlet now to where I can actually buy physical copies of CDs. You see, I support both physical and digital media. I like the physical touch. I like actually looking at the jacket. I like looking at the lyrics to to those particular songs because I like actually learning the lyrics and actually paying attention to what the artist is actually trying to say opposed to actually downloading a digital copy where you don't even have that. But, anyways, I support both digital and physical media, but as far as movies go, I still support physical media over digital media. I don't buy both, and here's why. Because it comes with, if you buy Blu-rays, they come with a digital copy anyway, so therefore you're already buying a digital copy. So therefore you can go on ahead and... Download the digital uh, thing on your tablet or whatever. Or you can hand it over to a friend that doesn't even can't afford an actual Blu-ray or anything like that. And hand it over to them to watch on their tablet or whatever outlet that they want to actually watch it on. But I wish that we didn't live in an era right now where digital media was actually a thing. And physical media was still where it was. And another thing too is I'm a comic book fan too. But I haven't gotten to that point where I want to buy my comics on digital on digital media because of the fact I like the physical touch of a magazine I like a physical touch of a comic book strip to be able uh, to be able to go on ahead and dig through a box of comics and read the comics rather than looking at my screen and tapping the screen for the next page to me it's more fun with physical with a physical appearance of something rather than something that's digitalized that's just the way I'm looking at it but I wish that I could go back in time to a place to where 
we weren't so, what's the word I'm looking for, to the point where we were actually spoiled off of digital media, because I think that once we got into that whole entire digital media phase and everything else, we became a little bit spoiled with that, because we were so used to having something that was that on our on our devices that we can actually listen to without having to carry our CD cases anymore or anything like that. And I actually miss those days in a way. But, you know, it is what it is. This is today's time. Everything is digitalized. Movies today, if you rent or buy them or anything like that, doesn't help and doesn't boost CD or DVD sales or anything like that. It just winds up being what it is. It, basically, your box office number is your box office number. If it's a bomb, it's a bomb, and that's all that is to it. There's no amplifying it any more than that because of the way that digital everything is all digitalized now. But anyways, tell me what you guys think about the subject and everything because I'm kind of curious about what you guys have to say. I'm actually going to leave like I always do. If you have any questions or if you actually want to talk about a certain topic, I'm going to actually leave a link into the description of where you can actually do a uh, voicemail for me and we'll be able to and I'll be able to go on ahead and do the next topic or wind up answering your question on the next podcast with with that so anyways tell me what you guys think I'm kind of I'm curious don't forget on the 30th of this month I'm going to be dropping the very first episode for the 31 days of horror where I'm going to be talking about my favorite horror movies leading all the way up to October 31st which is Halloween and we're going to go from there so anyways that's going to be do it that's going to be that's going to be all for me for tonight but until next time bye bye say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill